I think we all have to like take a moment um, and when we see someone having a worst experience, like obviously see them and feel that, but then also be there to like remind them that they're going to like, they can bet on themselves just like she did. So one of the things that she, I'm going to par- paraphrase what she said, actually, she said, you don't have to know the entire plan before trying something new. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just keep moving forward with the faith that you'll figure it out because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And Ultimately, you can't connect the dots until you're looking back. So you have to keep moving forward. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world. And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the influential convo I had with Heather Monahan in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now. Go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Honestly, you should listen to her. She has written two books. She has been talking this talk and walking this walk for a long time. And if anyone's been being it till she sees it, she's one of those examples. And if you've been listening to the pod for a long time, you will remember many moons ago, I said, I want to have Heather Monahan this show. Boom, have Heather Monahan on this show. Love so, it. I'm so proud of that. Yeah. Um, I do remember she was on the wish list. She was on the wish list. Because of a quote that she said? Yes. She said, don't take a no from anyone who isn't able to give you a yes. Yeah. And I remember we had a whole conversation about that. You were really excited when mm-hmm. you heard that. Yeah. So that, hey, y'all, what that means is if someone's assistant tells you no, they're telling you no, because I have an assistant who tells people no, because the person said, I don't want to do any of these things, but that doesn't mean they don't want to ever do any of those things. (laughs) They just want to make sure that like most of them don't get through. But if you find the third door, another person I want to have on this show, someone can put that person down the wish list. There's a third door. And that's how you get the yes from the actual person and give you the yes. Boom. Anyways, hello from Texas. We are on the road this week officially. And we are, if you're listening to this like today when this drops, we have two classes in Frisco and we, which is like just north of Dallas. It's a really cool area of of Dallas actually. And I've been there many times and I love it. In fact, I was just there last week. Um, So then we're going to go to Houston. Tomorrow. Yep. I've actually never been to Houston, so I'm mm. really excited about this. Yeah, I've only driven through. I've never been there to be there. Do we call them Houstonians? I don't know. They'll I'm going to go with a, I don't know on that one. I don't know about that one, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure that they're Texas. They'll tell us. Um, then we head to Nashville and then it's Atlanta, then Greensboro, North Carolina, and then Cleveland and then St. Louis and then a little hang sesh with food in Denver. Yeah. Um, so Denver peeps, you need to reach out and let us know if you want in on the info um, because there's no way to buy a ticket for that situation. Yeah. And we may have some spots left on this tour here. So If you wanted to come hang and have a class, go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash tour. Yeah. And if there are no spaces left, definitely let our team know because you never know what happens with people. It's true. Um, We can like... Yeah. Keep us posted because also too, um, there's a chance we may add additional classes if we get enough interest. So make sure you reach out. 
And well, you can also just show up and buy flashcards if you want to buy that as a gift yeah, for yourself. Yeah, come meet us. Come say hi. Um, you can say hi to the dogs. They will be at these events, probably hanging out in the van, but we'll bring them out for people who are dog lovers. And don't forget... If you are on the wait list for Cambodia for 2023, you have emails in your inbox. Oh, yeah. And I know you're thinking, oh, I can wait till like it's fine. It's like like 10, 9, 11 months away. So here's the deal. We actually go public with this offer <laughs> and um, very soon. And that means we're not holding the spot for you. We're not saving it for you. So right now, the perk of being on the wait list is that you hear about it early and you get first dibs and it could sell out just by the wait list. So make sure you um, snag your spot if that's what you're wanting to do especially before the price goes up and before other people hear about it, you go to leslielogan.co slash retreat. And then one more thing that's very important. We want to make sure no one misses out on this. It's like key to me. Um, it's something I actually preach on when we're coaching people on raising their rates, but we are raising the agency rates on that's January right. 1st. Yeah. So if you've ever, ever been like, oh, someday I'm going to do that. Now is the time because it will never be the price that it is right now. That's true. <laughs> and here's the deal. We, um, when you join agency, whatever rate you join in at is the rate you get to keep um, yeah. for as long as you're an agency member. So you'd be like, think about the people who've been there for five years. Yeah. <laughs> so don't wait till next year because think about what you could have done in this last year. If you've wondered like what agency members have done the past year, let me just tell you, we've had members open new studios we've had several open studios by the way actually at this point in the year i think we're at six studios this year that people have opened yeah like i don't want to open a studio i just want it for myself yeah we have hundreds of those people doing it too one of our members her social media following has quadrupled in size she's had like tens of thousands in one month and her online platform has had multiple people buy so like whether or not you want to work for yourself you want to open a studio you want to run multiple studios we got people for you we got erica quest we got roxy um menzies we got alex street everyone has had a podcast here yeah at the end of last year uh one of our members uh hosted an international pilates uh, festival. You yes. Know, so many things that uh, have happened inside of agency. Two and of our two of our pro members have teamed up to lead a mentorship together. Yeah. They would never have met like and trusted each other in that way if they had not had yeah. their agency experience over these years. People like- have launched teacher training programs. Um, they've hired teachers. Uh, they've, you know, brought in more new clients. There's just all the things. And we want that for you. Our mission is more bodies doing Pilates. And when we empower you to grow your business, it serves what, what we're trying to do as well. And we also have a lot of fun and it takes away a lot of that it's anxiety. Fun. It's so fun. And Fridays, especially because it's fuck yeah Friday, it's always wins all the time. And even when people are begrudgingly doing a win because they needed a moment before, <laughs> like it's always a win. So anyways, you um, if you want to book an exploratory call to see if agency is right for you, then um, where do they go, Brad? DM us on the pod or you can reach out through the Profitable Pilates website. Just go to the contact page and reach out and we will happily set up a call and you'll probably talk to me. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but again, that starts January 1st. Please don't call me on January 2nd. Go, oh gosh, can I have the old rates? You can't actually. And here's why. I won't let you do that in your business. Mm. And so I can't, I have to author it, operate in that integrity so that I can help you operate in your integrity. So anyways, we like to give that announcement and that is happening January 1st. Yeah.
Before we move on, though, we had an audience question. Uh, they said the, the question was, "Hey, LL, you said last year that you drove seven thousand miles on your tour, and obviously we're on our tour right now. Uh, how the heck do you pass all that time while you're driving? I just couldn't imagine being in the car that long myself." I think people think that like you and I are just like chit-chatting like 10 hours a day <laughs> you know what i mean i think people are thinking about like the time you're in a van with other people and like oh my god it's a long time yeah or or they're imagining uh um, chevy chase is you know like family vacations or yes something like that. yes um so because it is 2022 and it's been you know the 20 the 2000s for quite some time there's lots of ways you can like we are in the van but we're often listening to different podcasts or different books yeah um we actually Probably we do the exact same thing that we do now. We have coffee together. We have meals together. But yeah, <laughs> when we're... I take I take long phone calls. Um, I hate that <laughs> so much, but he has to and I won't do them. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I do a lot of like work with our team and the phone calls keep me up like mm-hmm. act focused and driving and, you know, yeah. it helps me stay driving on the road and, and like, it not, is true, especially at night, allow my, my mind to wander. Yeah. Uh, I love my mind to be able to wander. Like, so when he's driving, he's really on calls. Um, when I'm driving, I am listening often to books that I want to evaluate for being podcast guests or for being part of the book club for agency members who want to be in a book club and read business books, um, or just things that are, I'm curious about for my own self-development. Um, so I listen to a lot of that. Of course, I listen to some of my favorite pods. It's also a great time to like reevaluate my pods. So because sure. it's a long drive, what I'll do is I'll like download a bunch of podcasts. I'm thinking of being on the regular. I'll see if I listen to them or if I'm like, no, actually I'm not into this at all. Cause it's like, it, it can happen in so many consecutive episodes. I can, I can get a lot done. So we I mean, also too, it's not like we're, I mean, except for 2020, uh, where we plowed through the drive. In, we did it in two and a half days each way. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was insane. Like two, three days to get there, but two and a half days to come back. We did the whole drive from Philadelphia to Vegas in 55 hours. Yeah. And so it literally, we just did not stop. We were driving for like 14 hours at a uh, a day and then we would sleep and I, I would drive late and then we would overlap our sleep. She would get up at seven and keep driving. I mean, that was, that was brutal. Um, not gonna lie. That one was not my, it uh, wasn't on a fun trip. Cause we, but we'll, we'll stop at a lot of like, we'll go, Oh, what's that thing? And we'll like pull yeah. over. We, yeah. We, we, we try to in- include some spontaneity. We also schedule in like, Hey, dinner with friends. We only get to see once a year or lunch or stop at a dog park. We try to take the dogs to the dog parks literally every day yeah just drive around to well, different dog parks especially because they're like they're literally in the car not doing very much at all yep and so we try to find a dog park and then you'll toss a ball for them and then i'll try to get august to chase me it's not he does not exercise <laughs> not so much. but i'll work out in the dog park so like i'm the one with the kettlebell swings if you see someone doing a workout in a dog park hi it's me um <laughs> somewhere between here and philly on the way back um but i think like it is correct. I think a lot of people think we're just doing like a national lampoon things and we're just like sitting like looking out the window longingly like when does Colorado ever end and is this Kansas or is this Colorado? Like, no, we we there's we're there's still things that we're doing and we're quite creative people. Yeah. So our minds are always producing stuff. I love finding like fun little coffee shops and restaurants. So we spend time trying to find new new places to explore. So if you listen to the Rolf Potts episode you heard how i talked about when we travel what looks like gluten-free options sure when we're on the road 
searching for oat milk and <laughs> or gluten-free options will absolutely 1000% help you find a locally owned business. Yeah. Even in these weird places where you're like, no way, LL, did you find that there? Yeah, I Man, did. We, I can't, we found, we found, uh, we were we, in Texas. No, oh. we found that vegan place in South Carolina. Remember we, we were in South Carolina. We were in, yes, it was South Carolina. Remember we were like, went to oh, that. yes, it was uh, y'all. Like, I don't know the name of the town, but like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Brad said so we're gonna have lunch there. I was like, no, no way. Yeah. It was no outside of that, na- the, na- the state park. Yeah. We and, found uh, an incredible, and it, I was like, we found a food truck one time, a vegan food truck yeah. that was so unbelievable. I was actually sad how far away it was because I would have ordered again. And I was like, do you have more food trucks somewhere else? No, they didn't. But um, so use your like unique thing you're interested in to find fun things to do along road trips. We also love to shop at vintage stores. Yeah, that's fun, too. Um, And we try to go like I think some of the craziest vintage stores we've been at or, you know, like thrift shops slash vintage shops were in Texas. Oh, like crazy yeah. stuff. You're like, wow, like how long has it been since anyone has picked this up and dusted it off? Like, yeah, there's some fun <laughs> things there. I also got to like shout out to um, downtown Tucson. You yeah, have fun. some cool ass shit. I've really loved it. <laughs> yeah. There's like a, there's not, there's like one street of uh, cute, funky, like local, yeah. um, all the things, co op. Yeah. There's some- shops. Yeah. Anyways. Don't cry for us. Oh, another thing we love to do is national parks. We do love a national park. Yeah. We really, really do. Um, this trip, well, we've already driven through Saguaro National Park in Arizona. We did that. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. We, I don't know which parks we're doing this trip, but I will say, so just to go back to your to your question, thank you for asking it. Trips don't have to be like about the destination. It is that cliche. It's the journey. It really is the journey. Yeah, like has to be. I remember 7,000 miles is a lot of miles. Yeah. I remember more about like the things we do along the way than oftentimes the thing we do when we get there. But it's because when we're wherever we're going, it's often like eh, we do the same thing every year. So it's like that. But like I really do find it fun to find random coffee shops and then sometimes we go the same route so we're like yeah, oh yeah. there's oh, that there's place that we can go last time. yeah that was so great and so it's yeah. it's so fun to do but don't be afraid to to like branch out get off the beaten path and then and then it is then when i do let my mind wander it's not like oh, i've been looking at this field for seven hours <laughs> we're still here Kansas, like fuck, nebraska fuck. Um, <laughs> but, but i i i've listened to some amazing books on tape i mean like just some really epic mm-hmm. ones. If you're wondering what are some great road trip books to listen to, Educated, if you haven't let, listened to that one by Tara Westover. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I started it with Brad trying to take a nap and then I had to rewind so he could take it. And then we literally wanted to finish the book. And so we were with your family. We're like, oh, are they coming in the car with us? Are we taking our own car? We're taking our own car. <gasps> Turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is so um, uniquely interesting. We also do like um, introspection, like reflection on the year every drive and we we talk about like what could we 
you know, do to better serve our members that are mm-hmm. in OPC and an agency. We talk about a lot of ideas. We get rid of a lot of ideas. Yeah. We debate about ideas. Like you'd be surprised how fast the day goes, even though you're just like sitting around, like it really does go fast. So anyways, if you need road trip books, I'm ha- reach out to the Be It Pod. We'll put it in another solo episode, but go listen to Rolf Potts uh, yes. episode, which was actually very recently. It was very um, recently at the time of episode this Episode 151. Yeah. Yeah. So go listen to that. And then, you know, if you are driving to your destination, try not to like, oh, I have to drive. What can be fun about the drive and try to find something like I remember one of the drives we're going to do. We were going to stop at a crystal place. You could like a ground where you could like dig up your own crystals. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like or like find something fun along the way. I don't care if it's like the biggest haystack or the biggest corn maze. I would never do that. But like (laughs) (laughs) nothing would give me more anxiety than being in one of those. But try to like find something unique along the way. The internet is amazing. Y'all you can literally put in like things that no one would think to do in X place. And they'll somebody from like eatery or, you know, whatever weird, whatever weird website, the greatest. I mean, like I Googled today, like best Thanksgiving dinners in Las Vegas. And like, I got 17 restaurants to choose from. So like, believe it or not, someone's probably curated something for you to do. Just look it up. Love it. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food in your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Heather Monahan. Uh, when her retiring boss's daughter fired her, Heather Monahan began to bet on herself. In the past five years, she has become a best-selling author uh, two times over, podcast host of Creating Confidence, and was awarded the top 50 keynote speaker of 2022. That's huge. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, and in 2020, she was top 40 keynote speaker. She does all of this while being an incredible single mom to her son and working to empower individuals to use their strengths to achieve success. I really enjoy like what she's doing in this world. And I think it it's necessary. And how cool that she had this career her whole life in this one area that she was a top dog in that. Like she really was. And then because she was fired and she couldn't just like go get a same job somewhere else because of like whatever those clauses are, she had to bet on herself and it allowed her to like completely switch. She had a non-compete. Yes. Thank you. That's the exact word for it. She was able to like just try out something completely different and new. And now she's a top speaker. She's traveling the world. She was on the Dr. Phil show. You know what I mean? Like, come on. So y'all literally like... 
if you know someone in your life who's been fired and you probably like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to them. Like we hear about our parents all the time, all the time. Like, oh, so-and-so got fired. So-and-so got laid off. Oh, I feel so bad for them. What if it's the best fucking thing that ever happened for their life? Yeah. What if it is? It probably is. I mean, we can go back to the last recap. Your divorce clearly was the best thing that ever happened to you. You wouldn't have met me. You would never have married me if you hadn't been through that. So like, I think we all have to like take a moment um, and when we see someone having a worst experience, like obviously see them and feel that, but then also be there to like remind them that they're going to like, they can bet on themselves just like she did. So one of the things that she, I'm going to par- paraphrase what she said, actually, she said, you don't have to know the entire plan before trying something new. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just keep moving forward with the faith that you'll figure it out because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And Ultimately, you can't connect the dots until you're looking back. So you have to keep moving forward. You know, y'all. Yeah. So I, I think that the idea of uh, you don't know what you don't know, you know, and then that really the re- it's the reflection on the past that allows you to decide like you can start to say, oh, I'm glad I did this. I'm glad I did that. I'm glad this. You won't know that until you do it. Well, and c- correct. And you have try it out. And also like. You might not realize what you do know. Like you don't know what you don't know. It doesn't have to be like, it's not a bad thing. Like you might not realize you have this like skill or talent. Like the other day when I like picked up the chopsticks with my right hand, I was actually really amazing at it. I didn't know that. You did? Yeah. You were there. Oh, I didn't realize it was your right hand. Yeah. I was like, look at me picking up this carpaccio with these, with my right hand. I'm left-handed y'all. And I actually like treat chopsticks like I don't like a fork um so <laughs> anyways I I think that that whole section that she's talking about is like such a key a key thing to remind yourself and you haven't saved the episode yet save it so you can go back to that because on your worst day you can feel like this is the worst that ever happened to me it truly can be the best if you just keep taking the next step forward and and trusting that it's okay if you don't know the entire plan like when we're coaching people at agency like I keep feeling like I take two steps forward and then one step back and I'm like, yeah, what if it was to review the dots so you can take the next two steps forward in the right direction? Yeah, I think there was another section, a part of this here, though, that I thought was interesting was, you know, to move forward with the faith that you're going to be serving yourself well, because you will figure it out as you go along, you know, but the idea that you, you clearly don't know the future, you know, and unless someone has predetermined the path for you and like shared your career plan, sometimes that might happen, but usually not. What As you move forward, if you know where you want to get to along the way, you don't know how it will happen to get there. But, you know, you kind of have this big future vision down the road. And when you move forward, it's with the intention of getting to that end game, you know, it's just the between in between that you don't really you don't have any idea of what's going to happen. So. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of fun. It's going back to our road trip. Like we know we're going to get to Philly. We know we have stops along the way. We don't know which stores we might shop at or what people we might run into or like what could happen. And that's what makes it the most fun. <laughs> that's why we keep doing it. Yeah. What did you love? I really loved uh, when she talked about confidence. And that it ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, obviously her podcast is about confidence. Her first book is about confidence. And you just associate confidence with certain people and you never imagine that they're you, you just think, oh, that person's confident. So they're clearly always confident 100% of the time. And she said, 
no, that's not, that's not how it works. You know, um, for her specifically, she said she felt super confident in her work, in her career. She had spent 20 years climbing, you know, the corporate ladder in the world of radio doing sales, but she said she didn't feel so confident in her relationships that afterwards she could quit and land on her feet. So there was like a lot of uncertainty there. And she said, nobody is confident in all situations. There is always self-doubt. That self-doubt is actually part of the growth process. Yeah. I think it's just being aware of where you feel less confident in your life I, I, is, is more important than we're like going, I'm not confident in that. It's like just the going like thinking about Lena Franklin, awareness mm -hmm. is actually part of enlightenment. And so if you can understand like, oh, I'm super confident at work. I'm not confident relationships. Okay. So you're less confident in relationships. And that means that there's room for growth. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel, I feel like it's really easy for us to put a label on, on ourselves, especially around confidence. And then therefore we're just not confident there. So we don't work on that there, but it's like, if you can have that awareness and, and, and be okay with your confidence ebbing and flowing, um, a, you'll be a real human being. People actually like you just like people like Heather. She is like the queen of these things. She's done all this stuff. And like, she's a likable person, you know, people want to be friends with her. People want to have her on the things. It's because she actually is a real human being who is okay with her confidence ebbing and flowing and understanding that some areas she feels stronger than others. And then you can- Lena's episode was 77, by the way. 77. Oh, what a like, that's like a good number for her. Um, I feel like, so anyways, I, I really enjoyed both uh, our whole conversation. I thought there's a lot that we can take away from it. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, in, in my, my personal experience, you know, having been on stage, confidence was something that was built. I think I definitely wasn't confident the first time I got on stage. And so then what you got on stage again? Yeah. And you got on stage again. Yeah. And like we, because I saw myself being a performer. I was like, I am that person. And in order for me to get to that place where I am that person, I got to practice. I got to do it. Right. If you are a person who is on stage performing, then you have to get on stages and perform. Yeah. Like, like, we were just listening um, the other day. I was day just to, thinking about this. So we're listening to Chelsea Handler and yeah. she gives advice. We also listened to Elijah Schlesinger, just in case you're listening, um, because I want y'all on the show. Um, hi. <laughs> um, I, lo <laughs> I love I love listening to the questions they get. I love the like, I really resonate with a lot of their answers. But there was a person who wanted to become a comedian. Yes. And in Wyoming. Oh, she already was a comedian. She's already a comedian. But she had an upcoming gig and she was worried about it. She was opening for someone <laughs> it was and her... she was like, how do I gain confidence in this? Yeah, because where they live, there's like one comedy club and like I've got two weeks to get my to confidence prep. up. Right. And, and Chelsea was like, okay, well, normally I'd say like, go get on every stage you can, but there's one stage to be on and you're about to be on it. So you need to go to the grocery store and the park and just do, do your set in front of people. Yeah, just like, she said, do it. Do do your set in front of your parents. Do you, yeah, and do your set like. <laughs> and she you, said, "Well, I don't think they'll appreciate my humor." And the response was, "Perfect. All the more reason you should do it in front of your parents." Yeah, yeah, because that will create confidence because you'll have done it in front of people who don't appreciate it. And like, so the reality is, is that confidence comes from putting yourself in a situation where you feel less confident, and then following through with the thing that you said you were going to do. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. If you don't feel like you're a runner. You have to go, you have to say, I'm going to go for a run for one block. And then you run one block and guess what? You just dropped money in your confidence bucket of running and I'm a runner. And so, yeah, you didn't run your marathon 
but we're not working to that confidence yet. We're just actually trying to show up for the thing we said we're going to do and do the thing. And even even with this eb- ebbing and flowing that she was talking about, nobody's confident in all situations. I had been on stage for 10 years when I got invited to a birthday party of a dear friend of mine and I decided to write a song and perform it on stage, but solo. Oh. And my whole career had been with the band. And in the band, I wasn't singing. I mean, I was singing, but I wasn't the lead person. I was like second. And that was, you know, that was fine. I, but I had been on stage, like put me on stage with a group of people anytime. And I'm like, I'm in. It's totally okay. But put me on stage alone. And I was like, whoa. And I, I was like, really feeling that one. I was not confident. You know what? That's so funny. Cause you remember when we were at Momentum Fest and it was the first year of Momentum Fest and I had like 80 plus people in this room and it was pre-pandemic. So it wasn't like I had a break from teaching at all. And there was like my peers in the front row and there's people like who hire me for things in the front row. And then there's all these people who were so excited to be in that room and you were miking me up and I was like, is this thing on? You're like, no. And I said, I'm really like, I'm really nervous. Yeah. And he's like, and you said, why, what is, this is what you do all the time. And it's so funny. I think sometimes we forget that we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, which then makes us doubt ourselves, even in situations where we normally be confident. And so I think if you're finding your confidence ebbing and flowing in areas where you normally are confident, it's just time to take a look back. And it probably means you really care about that particular moment. And then look back at the wins you've had in other moments like it. And you can draw on that confidence. It goes back to your um, favorite takeaway where ultimately you can't connect the dots until you're looking back. I know. I just connected a bunch. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. 
check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Heather Monahan? Well, she had a three-step process and it's from her recent book. So you all go get Overcome Your Villains, especially if you like feel like you have a villain in your life. You got it. You got to read this book. And it's called B-A-K. Yeah, she called it Back. Yeah, Back. So it is number one. What is your belief? Oh, did we talk about beliefs last week? We did. Sorry, you don't get to get over this. <laughs> what is your belief? Number two, immediately take action. So, for example, when she was fired, she immediately posted on social media, I've well, just been fired. Yeah. And then um, let's do all three. So what is your belief? Immediately take action. And then uh, what is the knowledge you surround yourself with is number three. Okay. Yeah. So you got all three, everyone. <laughs> what is your belief? Immediately take action. And then what is your knowledge? So belief, action, knowledge. Okay. So she had been fired. And instead of going, oh, I've been fired. Nobody likes me. What am I going to do? She actually was like, hey, everyone, if I've ever helped you in any way, I need to hear from you now. She posted that on social media. Hi, I've been fired. Period. Wow. That takes guts, right? Like that talk about confidence right there and like just taking action because if I've ever helped you in any way, I need to hear from you now. When she, when she posted that someone that she had helped reached out to her and invited her to go on the Elvis Duran show. And that changed her life. Changed her life. And also like, can we just go back to, um, betting on yourself? So be it till you see it. Like she, bet on herself. She didn't know what was going to happen, but she acted as if like, I'm going to bet on myself. And if I bet on myself, I'm going to put this thing out there that I'm only going to get great things and something good's going to come from this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. So then, um, and then what knowledge can you surround yourself with? So don't just consume information from randos. We've talked about this before y'all on the podcast. Do not ask your crazy uncle Bob. We love my uncle Bob. We love your uncle Bob. And actually we might not even ask your uncle Bob, but don't ask your, your uncle Joe information like advice around something that they're not knowledgeable in. Right. And, and, and I've even mentioned this on one of the podcasts, like make sure you're really clear on whose opinions of you matter, because in our family, we love them so much. And many of them listen to this. Hi guys. But some people like, it's not that I don't care about what they have to say about me, but they don't actually understand what we do on, on a day-to-day basis. And so some of the things that they say come from fear and worry around us. It's not, it's not that they don't actually want us to succeed. It's not about holding us back, but they're worried for us. So then they share that fear and then... uh, Right. That's knowledge that, I didn't need right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think also it's like, why would you ask a golfer about running on a track? You know, why would you ask um, someone who's had a, you know, a job for their whole career about being an entrepreneur? Like, you know, it's it seems obvious when you say it that way. Like, you're like, well, duh, I wouldn't. They're not a professional swimmer and I'm trying to be in the Olympics. But you do it all the time. But we do it all the time. You have that friend that you've kept too long. We kept them way too long. Ladies, we keep our friends too long. I don't understand that. And then they say something. And then if you really took a step back, you go, I know they always say mean things to me. Then why are you like actually using their opinion to weigh in on the things that you're doing? I'm asking. It's not a rhetorical question. You need to answer out loud. I can't hear you, but you can hear you. So because it all has an impact on your life. Yeah, totally does. So anyway, the three step 
back process, uh, beliefs, action, and knowledge. What is your belief? Take immediate action. And then three, what is the knowledge that you surround yourself with? I thought those made a whole lot of sense. Oh, easily, easily actionable. Yeah. Actionables. You know how I love that. So you guys get our books. Yeah. Check those out. And listen to her podcast. And thanks for joining us today. Yeah, really. We're so happy that you're here. Yeah. And thank you all. Y'all know we have some of the most reviews of any podcast in our age. Like yeah. not our age, like personally, but the age of the podcast, like it's insane. So we couldn't have done that without you. Thank no, you so not much. At all. Need, need, you know, we need each and every one of you. Thank you. And thank you for sharing this with your friends. I know sometimes people are like, I actually have heard you say tag a friend. How do I do that? That's a great question. <laughs> so if you don't know how to tag a friend and you want to know how to tag a friend, will you DM me on the platform you're trying to tag a friend? What does that mean? It means like letting that person know that this is for them. DM and, means direct message. And DM means direct message. So <laughs> if you will find the Be It Pod on the platform you like to use, so that's Facebook oh, actually, or TikTok we, or Instagram. We set up an email. You can email us now Oh, at beit at bloompods.net. Check that out. Yeah. Beit at bloompods.net. So, so tell us which platform you are wanting to share or tag a friend. And also tell us which platform you listen to your podcasts on. Is it YouTube? Is it Spotify? Is it Amazon? What Amazon? Yeah, you can't listen on Amazon. Is it Apple? Is it Google Play? Is it 17 other options out there? There are so many. We're on every single thing. But if you do that, we have someone who will help you literally tell you how to do it. So, cause we know that you actually want to share them. So we want to help you do that. We just need to know a couple of details and thank you for doing that. Yeah. Until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the be it till you see it podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Crowell. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Mesh Herico, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can't. And to Angelina Herico for transcribing each episode so you can find it on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore Tavi, and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks, because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.